Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Curtis Lewa, the man with the red hat. No, not Santa Claus. Curtis Lewa, another guy very famous for what he does. He is down at that pot store in the East Village that just opened up a little over an hour ago. Curtis Lewa, tell us what is going on. Long line. Are they high as a kite? Uh, well, there's a long line. And obviously, as you pointed out, Lydia, it's the first legally licensed pot shop in New York State. But I can tell you, just watching uh, as the uh, customers are being processed, New Jersey has done it so much better. Like they did uh, no cash bail better. They've done the legalization of the recreational use of marijuana and its sale in licensed states in New Jersey 10 times better. But before I even came here on the corner of Astor Place and Broadway, I went into Washington Square Park where they've been dealing marijuana illegally since the days of the beatniks in the 1960s. (laughs) They had had about 24 tables out. They were selling all kinds of marijuana products. And remember, they can sell it cheaper. They can give you credit. You can test the product. They'll deliver it for you. And they don't have the overhead of a brick-and-mortar store with all the salaries, workers' compensation and such. I just think when it comes to price, the black market will crush the New York State legal marijuana uh, stores because they just they open too late and they don't really have a plan to open more. So, Curtis, this is uh, David Patterson. Did the store actually open exactly at 420? 420, exactly. They cut the ribbon. People were doing puff, puff, pass. They were celebrating just like they do on April 20th, all the potheads. They were blazing away. They were having a party. But I got to tell you, I was looking at it. No cops around. No cops in Washington Square Park. Boy, (laughs) I got to tell you, David Patterson, New York State's got a long way to go to catch up to the black market. Weed wagons were out. Marijuana dealers were out. It's like, I don't know how New York State can compete. They just waited way too long to get back on track. Again, we always think we can do it better than Jersey. We should have done it the Jersey way. Curtis, this is Ed Cox, but doesn't this basically legalize marijuana in the black market? I mean, uh, oh, and, and uh, 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 Ed, it's been legal anyway. Yeah. There are no arrests, there are no ticketing. Uh, it's been decriminalized for years. And I'll tell you this much. Uh, now you've got massive competition. The question is, will people now end up using the product who never wanted the product because it's so plentiful, it's so available? And what impact is it going to have on those who are under the age of 21 who cannot legally purchase? It's going to have a negative impact on them, but there's no turning back the clock on this. It's legal in New York State, and the black market has been thriving. All these empty storefronts, that's why landlords are renting them up to pop-up shops, illegal weed shops, because they pay in cash. The other problem that the legally licensed stores have 
is that they can't open up a bank account because the federal government still has established marijuana as a level one drug equal to heroin or fentanyl, which is ridiculous. But as a result of that, they can't open up a bank account. And I'm telling you over time, just from my street smarts, there will be stick-up kids hanging up outside. And when those who are operating close up at night Watch all the crimes that take place. Watch all the robberies. Wow. And Curtis, I think that there is another issue, which is it took them so long to open up the first store. And uh, the institutional uh, problems are going to continue as this goes on. Oh, no doubt. But, it's, for instance, if we wanted to open up a grocery store or a supermarket, we go to people who've done it before, like John Katsimatidis and his competitors. They decided, unlike Jersey and other states, they were going to take brand-new entrepreneurs who never operated a brick-and-mortar store, never operated retail, who've been arrested before for selling marijuana, and give them the first opportunity with no mentorship, no guidance. You can't do that. you you got to have some kind of a corporate model to do this. Colorado has it. California has it. Other states have it. But again, what do I have to say about New York? We're omnipotent. We're pretentious. We think we do everything better. I just say, look at the no cash bail. Jersey has had no cash bail. They do it 10 times better than us. They have legal sales of recreational use of marijuana. They rolled it out faster. It's more corporately controlled. And they're doing better in getting the tax revenue, which was the whole purpose of legalization. Judge Weinberg, you had a question? Well, I actually have a point. Everybody's talking about the sale business model. Nobody's talking about the bad public health impacts, the threat to public safety by having people. They're going to turn our kids into dope addicts. It's sending a wrong wrong message to kids. You have to remember this. Marijuana is a gateway drug to higher drug usage, other drugs. The the kids' brains aren't formed until they're 26 years of age. This causes enormous brain damage. This is the undermining of this country. It's very, very bad public policy, and Curtis is absolutely right. They're not going to make money out of it, so it's it's illusory. They're destroying the youth, and they're not going to make money out of it. Curtis, we've got to go to a break. Thank you so much for calling in and giving us the scoop on uh, what's going on downtown. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.